Hi friends, welcome to Not So Molly Mormon Podcast mini-sode. This is Katie and I'm really happy to be back here doing this with you. I haven't done any mini-sodes yet this year, 2021. Um, it's been a little busy, but thank you all so much for, for all of your stories. You've still been sending them in. Both Sarah and I have been reading them. They're wonderful and I am going to get around to sharing them on the air. Uh, so thanks for your patience. Um, let me just get right in to this this story. You will see it's going to get my blood boiling. My poor active Mormon mom is trying to sell new skin and it makes me so angry at the lady who introduced her to it. My mom is 70 and single after three failed marriages. She already has had financial problems. She still pays a full tithing barf. And now she thinks she's going to get rich on new skin. I'm going to pause here for people who don't, maybe don't know. New skin is a multi-level marketing company. And if I'm not mistaken, it's based out of Provo, Utah. So it's a very Mormon uh, company. And it's I I would call it a pyramid scheme, and I know personally so many people, uh, members of my own family included, who have lost money to new skin, uh, and we all know how both Sarah and I feel about multi-level marketing, MLMs, uh, which I will also get into a little bit later, but I just wanted to clarify that's what it was. They sell like skincare, makeup, uh quote-unquote health and wellness products. Okay, she continues. She says, she keeps buying me stuff like the baby wash and the body butter, and I always tell her not to. She wants me to fall in love with the products, I guess. The worst part is she wants to talk to my friends about it and my in-laws, whom I love, and it makes me so mad. Of course, If I don't want her to tell all my people about it, then she thinks I'm, quote, not being supportive and I don't believe in her. Okay, I'm also going to pause here. This is something that we've heard, Sarah and I have heard, like when we call out MLMs and we say don't support them, we get the feedback of, you should support your loved ones, just buy it from them. It's like buying from a small business (laughs) or... Women should support women, that whole thing. And don't get us wrong. We will support any small business, you know, as long as you're doing everything, you know, ethically. That's not the the issue here. The issue is MLMs are not small business. And by standing up and saying you don't want to participate, you're actually helping that person. You know, that person's losing money by by participating the only the person at the very top of the pyramid is making any money so yeah that's a common thing like oh you don't believe in me you're not supporting me (laughs) manipulation um okay she continues my boss at my part-time job had a nine-month-old baby with a very rare skin disease basically his skin would fall off just from being touched and they knew he would not even live to be one year old My mom wanted me to talk to him about their G3 juice. Like, 
hey boss, I know he's a newborn and you know he's going to die and I know you're already sad about his condition, but I have the miracle cure. Did you know Nuskin has these scientists that know how to help your baby? That was my mom's argument. Or my mom's argument after telling her I didn't feel close enough to him to approach him about that was, quote, well, wouldn't you want to know that you did all you could do to save him? Kind of trying to guilt me into it, just as I was guilted, guilted into the Mormon church for so many years. Oh, I have so many thoughts. Yes. So these things that they push, especially with these MLMs, well, with all of them, I'll be honest, but with the ones that claim to promote health or to be able to cure disease, they're very harmful because this G G3 juice or whatever, it's obviously not FDA regulated. You don't really know what's in it. It could harm that child much more and accelerate his condition, right? You don't know. So that was good of you to not, to not recommend that. But I have heard that argument as well. Like, well, why not just try it? Well, because there's some things that you shouldn't try. <laughs> For example, don't drink your essential oils, right? <laughs> we've heard we've heard those stories. So thank you, listener, for writing in. Oh, and I wanted to, to also say, yes, it feels so much like the Mormon church. I think the MLMs and the Mormon church are extremely similar. And I believe that many MLMs fall into the category of being a cult. And I found this amazing article entitled 11 Ways Multi-Level Marketing is Like a Cult. <laughs> and it is on the the blog for, let's see, it's called LeConteConsulting.com. I'll leave a link to it because it's a really great, great blog post. But I want to read to you these 11 reasons or the 11 ways that multi-level marketing is like a cult. And we can compare together, especially with those of us who um, left Mormonism, we will have that lens on, right? Of like how it's similar to Mormonism, but it, they're similar to lots of other religions and cults. Okay, so number one on the list of ways that um, MLMs are like cults is that they promise utopia. Hmm. Cult leaders will assure you of a spiritual nirvana with endless riches and other rewards. Similarly, multi-level marketing companies make ridiculous, unsubstantiated promises. Here are a few. Easy money. Work from home. Do what you love. Become your own boss. <laughs> boss, babe. Feel accepted in a group and make tons of friends. So this is really similar to the religion that we left. Um, you're promised especially... I mean, you're promised blessings in this life for for being an active member of the Mormon church, but you're also promised incredible reward, uh, or so you think at the time, uh, incredible reward in the afterlife, right? And just if you do what they say, you'll, you'll get all of these rewards and God will bless you. Um, you know, none of that is true. Same with... MLMs, they present this image of what it will be like for you, but most of the time, that's not the case. 99% of the time, people lose money and they're in more debt, obviously, than they were before, and they don't have that boss babe lifestyle that they're promised. 
The second reason, or the second similarity, sorry, I keep saying reason, is that they're led by a a guru or a leader. So every cult has a top person or group of people who are adored and treated like a demigod. Does that sound familiar? <laughs> it's like uh, the the first presidency and the prophet of the church. They really are treated, or even just the the any of the apostles. They're treated like celebrities. Like people want to get pictures with them and stuff. Um, it's view the things that they say are viewed as divinely inspired. As we know, they they can do no wrong. Um, the founders and CEOs of MLM companies are treated the same way. They have like mantras that they give people. They have these big conferences where they speak and hype everyone up. Uh, and they, <laughs> yeah, some of them will even do, they use celebrity endorsements to add more quote unquote credibility to their brand. I know of a few that do this, but I hadn't really thought about that, but it's so true. The third similarity, they promise the secrets to success. So in a cult or high demand religion, Mormonism, it's, they say, if you follow these steps that we alone can give you, you will see the benefits, but we're the ones who hold the keys to this amazing life. MLMs do the exact same thing. All you have to do is follow what we tell you and you'll be so rich. You'll have so much independence. (laughs) But um, that basically never happens. And when it doesn't happen, the blame is placed on the person who got sucked into the MLM. Same with the person who was a member of the cult, right? If you maybe lose faith in the cult or you're questioning, or if you're in an MLM and you're failing, they tell you that it's because you didn't try hard enough. You're too negative. You um, are, yeah, you're lazy. You don't try hard enough. You don't have enough faith. It's because of you and you can succeed if only you try harder, even though the system was set up to make you fail and to be independent and giving of all of your resources to the organization. Uh, the fourth similarity, they tell you to reject the haters. <laughs> it's just so, oh man, it's just so true. Um, MLMs, we, we've had people come for us on our social media Uh, And a lot of people actually, I think, unfollowed us because of our episode about MLMs saying that um, we're just haters and we don't understand MLMs when actually we do. And it's the same thing that we see all the time Uh, from LDS members. They'll say that we are just haters. We uh, are bitter. Um, We've obviously lost the spirit or never had it in the first place. So we're just dismissed as someone who's like either bitter or jealous or stupid. (laughs) We're haters, right? Um, So this was an interesting one. Number five, their structure is confusing. So it says here, when an organization is extremely secretive about what they are doing and when they frequently change their policies, it's usually a sign that they have something to hide. Hmm. (laughs) Does that sound familiar? 
it's not secret, it's sacred, you know, the temple and all the temple work. Um, same goes for, it's kind of that, also that ladder to success thing, you know, that we see also in like Scientology, for example, it's like the higher up you get, the more you know. Same thing with, with Mormonism, obviously, the higher up you get, the more you quote unquote know about everything they teach you in the temple. And they also do those same things in MLMs. Like they label you the higher you get up and you supposedly know more. And obviously you make more money that way. (laughs) Uh, Number six, they use predatory tactics to recruit. So um, both MLMs and cults prey on vulnerable people. They start by luring you into a seemingly safe, welcoming, and exciting environment. Then they discover and prey upon your weaknesses, such as, um, okay, it says here, such as shame as a working parent, desire to work from home, loneliness, and or feeling trapped. So that's like what MLMs do. And I feel like, uh, especially with um, religions such as Mormons and Jehovah's Witnesses who proselytize and go door to door, they do this similar thing where they're so friendly and welcoming and they want you to join and they hide the, the weird <laughs> and unsavory parts of the organization. Yeah, and they find out what you need. And it's usually something that, that is vulnerable about you. You know, maybe you, you are worried about the afterlife, or maybe you are lonely, or maybe whatever it might be, right? You're just, just feeling lost. They, they want to give you a community and then take your money in tithing. Same thing with MLMs. Uh, number seven, they control by using fear and shame. If you try to leave an MLM or a cult, be prepared to lose the support of your friends. Like cults, multi-level marketing companies operate under a closed group mentality where you're either with us or against us. How many times have we heard that even just about ex-Mormons. It's like they're apostates, you know, you can either stand with God or against God kind of thing. And even in some cases with certain families, you get shunned uh, for leaving the church. And I know people who have left MLMs that are completely shunned by their upline, their downline, all of these people who are supposedly their best friends that they were doing things with all the time totally shunned. They're like, oh, you left? Never liked you anyway. (laughs) Um, number eight, they expect constant positivity. (sighs) Yeah. So we've talked about this a lot. I won't go too much into it, but both MLMs, cults and Mormonism, they, it, they're entrenched in toxic positivity. You can't bring up anything negative or it, it just seems like you're a hater and then they blame everything on you. So you're supposed to just constantly be faithful and have hope and be happy and smiley all the time, even though you probably have a justifiable reason to not be. <laughs> Number nine, they announce moral superiority. So just like cults, MLM organizations often partner with charitable and social justice groups to prove their ethical and moral superiority. So, um, 
yeah, it's it. I feel like this is kind of a similar thing to where like Mormons will see that a certain amount of dollars have gone to maybe some aid, yet um, they don't understand <laughs> that there's billions of dollars just sitting there, getting making the Mormon Church more wealthy and wealthy. Um, and it it also points out here that these members often experience cognitive dissonance between what they see in the group and what is actually happening. And for example, if a leader is abusive, this is excused by blaming the victim. So it's very much like this, yeah, this moral superiority and then brush things under the rug if they don't feel right. Number 10, their allegiance causes a sudden personality change. So, once you join a cult or an MLM, you are strongly encouraged to do things that may not fit your normal behavior. And you notice this by people who are very, very into their church and people who are very, very into their MLM. They'll bring it up in everyday conversation. They'll give away products related to either their MLM or their church, you know, give out Book of Mormons or pamphlets or whatever. They'll constantly be posting on social media about it. It's like it's part of their personality and identity and they kind of become they become the cult or the MLM and it's a little concerning when you see that happening to someone like where's your personality going, right? And I, if that's not a sign of a cult, I don't know what it is. Um and number 11, they demand absolute devotion. So the only way to succeed in a cult or an MLM is by committing 100% to the organization. There's no room for half-heartedness. And yeah, we've heard that from leaders of the Mormon church all the time. It's like, you know, stay in the boat, that kind of thing. And don't doubt, you know, doubt your doubts before you doubt your faith. And they tell people in MLMs to do the same thing. Uh, just shut off all your doubts and continue to try to succeed even though it's basically impossible. I liked here at the end her example of demanding absolute devotion was she said the fundamentalist Latter-day Saints polygamous cult instructs its followers to keep sweet which means demonstrate loyalty and absolute obedience to someone even if it means enduring unspeakable harm. And I think that that speaks to mainstream Mormonism as well. Um, you're supposed to be loyal and obedient and faithful and positive, um, no matter what. And it's really similar to multi-level marketing and it's really unfortunate. I get, I feel really sad for people who get sucked into either of these. And sometimes you can tell they really think that they're going to succeed or they think that it's the right path for them. But on the outside, you can just see, you know, how much happier they could be, how much more money they could have, if nothing else, if they weren't putting all this money into this MLM or putting all this money into a church that doesn't need it, you know? Anyway, thank you so much for that, that email. And again, apologize apologies for taking so long to get to it. And if you have sent us an email, just know I will get around to reading it and we appreciate you so much. Have a great week, you guys. Bye.